We're on the Odyssey app. Got the Brewers up 3-2 on the Mets right now. 6-3 Cardinals up on uh, Houston. So that there goes the under. There goes the under. You know what, though? Good things oh, are happening. Jared Young Cubs just did. Jared Young just yes. hit his first homer of his career. There we go. The Young Cubs. That's what I want to see. The Young Cubs. Mm-hmm. The baby Cubs. No more Cubs. Trey Mancini. With all due respect, especially down at first base. He's getting people hurt out there. They, young uh, Cubs. David Ross and Trey Mancini cost the Cubs a victory on Sunday, and I still haven't got over it. It was going to be a mini little sweep over the hated Cardinals. And, uh, and now it's not. It was a 5 nothing. I don't even want to talk about it, actually. It pisses me off so much. Would you rather talk about Vooch signing his extension with the Bulls? Because here we are. Another domino to fall. No. What are He's, they doing? I, I mean, I know what they're doing. Right? They're going to they're gonna probably re-up DeMar. They just re-up Vooch. They're going to try, at least attempt, to trade Zach. If you don't get a good enough package, you can wait maybe until the deadline next year. But uh, Lonzo's not coming back. And I just think it's going to be like 40 to 43 wins, playing tournament, probably lose to the Heat, even though you have a five-point lead with two to three minutes to go in the game. And, you know, that's going to happen for four years. Then it'll be time to rebuild again. Before you know it, I'll be dead, and they'll still not bend back to the NBA Finals. Imagine having been a fan of a team that's won six titles and had Michael Jordan. Yeah, but in the nineties, like the last yeah, one I got you still, you still had it. I was right? at Grant Park. I was twelve years Thirty years ago, yeah, it's <laughs> it been doesn't so long. matter. You had it. See, there was just, but there was the tease, like the Derrick Rose no, tease. They were so good that year. That first year, they were the one seed. We all know the damn story. They lost to the Heat, but man, I mean, I thought Derrick Rose was going to be around for a long time, and then Jimmy, like that was just a diamond in the rough. Like we didn't know Jimmy was going to be any good. Yeah. Thought he was going to be a role player, and he ends up. He was being the LeBron all-star. stopper at the beginning. They had Carlos Boozer. He had and he was a fake like, no, beard. No, don't call me that. Remember how humble Blue he was about that? Yeah, no, don't call me that. Yeah, don't, don't, guys. No, I don't. And now, man, he'd be like, hell yeah, I am. The year that really broke yeah. my heart, granted, he was washed, was when they picked up Rip Hamilton because it was a replacement for Keith Bogans, and like this water bottle would have been a replacement over Keith Bogans. And I thought that they had a shot that year. And then Derek gets hurt, and again, and uh, man. Derek. Brutal. Sad. That game winner he hit against Cleveland. Because, like, man, there were, like, two rivalries because they hated the Heat, mm-hmm. obviously, with Wade and Bosh. But then, remember, it was even LeBron with Deladova and Kyrie and Cleveland. And uh, they played the Bulls a couple years later. And Derek hit that game winner Vooch for Cleveland 1 6. Yeah, Vooch, Vooch stinks. He did have a pretty good year for, like, you know, yeah, it was a contract season. year. Yeah, exactly. He's a contract year. He's like Nick exactly. Batum. But what I have no idea what they're doing, though. But like, what I don't understand, Vooch is like, Vooch, like, we talk about John Collins being somebody that was on the trade block for years and yet still getting re-signed. Vooch did that in Orlando. He was on the trade. It felt like he was in rumors for three years in Orlando, re-signed, and then gets traded. And it's the same thing in Chicago. Like, you just hear, yeah. like, I get it. It's like teams talk about guys all the time. But it it just felt like this was a chance for this team to kind of, I, I, I like, they're, what they're, you know what they're honestly doing? They're doing what the Wizards did for years. Where your team has a really low ceiling, but the floor is not too low. Like you're maybe yeah. you're in that like thirty-eight to forty-three win range. You're but not you're, in the seventeen range. Yeah. So you're you the NBA. You really have to be at the point where you have a couple of years where you bottom out. You just do. That's the way that it goes for everyone. It doesn't matter if you're the Golden State Warriors or the New York Yankees. I know that there's certain teams that don't want to rebuild. It's that's not fun. It's not fun to tell your fans we're not winning any games anytime soon. But here's here's the truth of the matter. It's hard to be a winning team. And then those guys go away, and then you continue to win. It's almost impossible. Yeah, and I get it because, like, Garpax was such a disaster. You know, I mean, it was terrible because you committed to Jimmy and then you traded Jimmy away. Like, you brought in Rondo and Wade one year. It was just nothing they ever did made any sense. So I get it. Like, AK doesn't want to just, like, 
take over and now rebuild again because, man, they look like they were heading in the right direction. When Lonzo was, they were the number one seed in the Eastern Conference. Yeah. For pretty much like the first half of the That's what they'll tell you, too. That's what they'll peddle. They'll say, listen. Yeah, but this just is not the same team. And DeMar doesn't work with Zach without Lonzo. Because Lonzo was, I mean, if you look at the Lonzo was the reason they were that good. It was only like 13 points per game Mm -hmm. and like five boards and five assists or something like that. But he was a much better three-point shooter. And just, like, they actually ran stuff. Like, they ran offensive sets. It wasn't just, okay, Zach's going to take over here in the fourth quarter, or it's DeMar's quarter. It's just a team that doesn't really have any direction right now. And as long as they win 45 to 46 games, the fans will continue to go. They'll always sell out. So they have that going for them. But I would rather just suck. Like, I would rather be an 18-win team. Trade DeMar. Trade Trade Levine. Trade Kobe. Kobe White? Yeah. Please do that. Regardless, if you're, <laughs> if Patrick, you're going in or building. You keep Patrick Williams. I like Patrick Williams. Yeah. Sometimes. The thing is, the fans in a, in a place like Chicago are smart enough to understand what the plan is if you actually have a plan. Like, I think it's more insulting to try and sell a team that's going to be a 40-41 win team every single year to fans as opposed to gutting it and saying, here we go. Like, I was upstairs earlier talking to some of the people that are, you know, with our, our D.C. stations that are here with Odyssey, D.C. sports stations, and... The fan base for the Wizards is excited about the complete gut job and rebuild. Yeah. Because they understand there's a low ceiling with that. There's a low ceiling with what the Bulls have. Where, yeah, they're probably in the play-in tournament. They might be worth a bet to make the playoffs, maybe. But it's not going to be higher than that. And the organization should have higher higher goals than where they are. Yeah, man. Like, I hate being in basketball hell. I think it's easier to sell. I, I would rather my team That's win, actually like, purgatory, 12, though, because you're right in the middle. You're in the purgatory stage there. Sometimes it's fun, though, like, when you are going through that rebuild and you're doing it the right way and you have, like, Jordan Poole, like, going out there every night. I can't night, wait. Just, like, I cannot you know, wait to watch shooting, him. like, 35 times <laughs> because it's a disaster. You get cheap tickets. And, like, you could, like, okay, LeBron's in town. The Kings are in town. They're fun. The Grizzlies are in town. I want to go see Ja. You could get like $20 tickets. You could watch your disaster of a team, and you could just tell yourself at night when you tuck yourself away, like, okay, in four or five years, it's going to be better. We'll get our Scoop. We'll get our Wemby. We'll get our mm-hmm. Jabari Parker. I'm just throwing his name somewhere out there. There's a, somewhere there's a 12-year-old that could be the number one overall pick of the Wizards or the yeah. Bulls in five years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's yeah. Uh, out there in the gym right now. Yeah. He's probably putting up shots. Exactly. 360 dunks already like Zion. Mm-hmm. Luca will be ready to come to Chicago in a couple of years probably. You know, and then you'll just watch him dribble, 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 dribble. That's strip, fine. Step back. See, I just want somebody that I like. Like I'm not a big Zach Levine guy. I mm-hmm. like Tamar, but he's not really exciting. Nico Hunt- Horner got a hit, so we're just I, I, one I away. I love Nico Horner. Yeah, me too. Now there, now there's a guy that's exciting. There's a yeah. Chicago Bull for you right there. Oh wait. Ooh. Yeah, that was baby cub. really close. Almost picked him off. My baseball bet's not looking good tonight. No? I get that. Nope, it's now 6-3. This was, uh, I bet the under at 8.5. It was 9. It went down to 8.5. And, and you were like, what are they telling me? Now the Cardinals decide for the first time this season just to explode. Six mm-hmm. runs. Baseball in, the, baseball in the middle of June, right? Doesn't get much better, baby. Doesn't get more complicated than that. You know what's funny? I go on a lot of these shows, and they're like, man, you're crazy. Why are you already betting college football? win totals and I'm like well you know I got the better of all numbers and uh, why would I bet uh, the Brewers on a random June night Yeah. why would I bet a bunch of money on the Cubs on a random June night baseball I mean, is just so hard to figure well, it think, is think about how we randomly went to that point where all of a sudden the A's were winning games yeah so like, we're now well, yeah like it was complete opposite. You it, just it came out of nowhere. Last week we were talking about this. The A's were on like a twelve and three stretch, like in their last fifteen games where they covered at least on the run line. So even if you don't want to take them, you're always getting crazy prices, like plus three hundred, plus two sixty. You might as well just grab them on the run line. As bad as they are, 
they compete, which is like they compete more than the Padres do. I feel to be honest, like as a person that bets on the Padres way too much, they just never show up. Every time I bet the Padres, and I'm like, okay, I'll tune into the game. It's like seven nothing already, and it doesn't make any <laughs> sense because you look case. like look at that lineup and ex- and somebody explain it to me. That's why betting baseball is so tough. Somebody explain to me why Sandy Alcantara looked like the best starter in Major League Baseball history, and now this year he's terrible. Corbin Burns. Uh, Dylan Cease has been a little bit better, but it's just been a really weird year, I feel. And I feel like I say that every year now. You know what I would honestly would rather do is go find markets for, like, NBA free agency as opposed to betting on ba- – I'm dead serious – in half of these baseball games. Yeah. Here, here's something interesting. So, Austin Reeves, if not the Lakers – the Spurs are the favorite at two to one, and then it's the Rockets at three to one. Like now, the Spurs have Victor Wembanyama. They may be a free agent destination. I, I could, I could, I could see one surprise move where the Spurs land somebody, trade free agency, whatever the case is, where it comes out of absolutely nowhere. You know what I would be interested in is uh, I saw this on Twitter and it made me really intrigued. Is um, Damian Lillard to the Spurs? I have heard that thrown around. Dame Wemby. I know that they're not they're not super close, but then you've got I'm just talking about for Portland yeah. in terms of the picks. You can get Keldon Johnson, Devin Vassell, and like four first round. They have the picks. And they've got the they've got some young. They're not guys contending could, anytime soon, no. but I mean maybe they would try to make that But again, when a team trades a star, they're not gonna be contending. It's about yeah. like getting the most that you can and hoping that over the next three years or so a couple of those draft picks hit. But, yeah, San Antonio and even Brooke Lopez. So, like, I mean, that's the thing, too. It's just not a free agent class. It's like, oh, everybody's tanking for LeBron. Everybody's tanking for Anthony Davis. Or it's it's Brooke Lopez. It's Austin Reeves. The Spurs have the second shortest odds, if not Milwaukee, to land Brooke Lopez, who's now become this really, like, sought-after free agent because there's not a lot of bigs out there that can, I guess, still go and defend and protect the rim. He just can't rebound. The Rockets are the favorite at minus 150, but then it's the Spurs at 4-1. Yeah, like, why the Rockets, though? Because Bucks fans are they all freaking money. out about this right now. But, like, is the goal to win? Because I feel like Brooke Lopez maybe has one more good year left mm-hmm. in Brooke Lopez. Yeah. And I know, you know, in the beginning maybe of the two. season, he was the favorite as defensive player of the year. <laughs> yeah. But he literally just sits under the He protects the rim. So if he's playing against smaller centers, which, like, look at the league right now, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love the situation that he's in in Milwaukee because you have Giannis who could defend multiple positions, you know, at the stretch four position or is your power forward. I just don't know that Brooke Lopez. Well, I, you know what? Maybe in Houston he does work. But, like, what's their goal? Maybe it's a two-year deal. Is it to be a playoff team next year? I don't like Brooke Lopez for Houston. I think he needs to go to a contender. Like, I would rather have him go to Philadelphia and back up and beat or go to the Nuggets and back up Jokic for cheap or something and, like, ring chase. I just... Although for him, man, you might as well get one last big deal if well, you can. Or your Bulls are fourteen to one. Like that would make absolutely no <laughs> sense. But they probably would do something like that. I just want to see him back in Milwaukee. And if Milwaukee wants to win a title, I think they do need to bring him back. It, man, last year was his best offensive year in the last. Yeah, it was. Years, he was too. really good. And it wasn't just like him, like sitting out at the three point line, being lazy, chucking up threes. Like he went back to his post game. He looked pretty good last year, but I think that if you, uh, I think he'd get overpaid by a team like Houston. I'd rather see him back with Milwaukee. Well, Houston's going to be in the conversation too because they've got just a ton of cap space, right? And they could use some veterans. Ime Udoka doesn't want just a bunch of kids there. He's going to need some vets that can help kind of extend his message on the court. And Brooke Lopez could be that guy, or it could be Dylan Brooks. He's minus four hundred. Rockets next team. See, for I him. like that. I like mm-hmm. that fit. I, I actually that to me again the price doesn't make any sense. There's no value, but like that that spot makes sense for him.
Yeah, I completely agree. I, I like that more than I like Brooke Lopez, who, again, has like a couple mm-hmm. more good years left in him. Dylan Brooks, um, yeah, I mean, I don't want him attempting more than like eight field goals per <laughs> game, but you know he's going to defend. And uh, He's maybe, not going to be able to get shots off. You got Jalen Green there. That's the thing. Like, they don't really need – although I don't really know what Houston needs. I'm pretty low on Houston. Like, I'm not going to bet their win total under because I have that much respect for Udoka, but uh, I'm not, like, running to bet them. Or, I'm not going to bet them to win their division or anything. I'll bet a bunch no. of overs uh, as far as, like, game totals. Yeah, I and probably them too. What do you think well, Houston's I think they'll play more be? defense with Ime, though. Yeah, good yeah. point. Might want to just see how it plays out, see how these chucklehead heads work. I think that they could win 25 to 35 yeah. games. I could see that win total. It'll be in the 20s probably, but it might be 26 and a half, 27 and a half. It's just so I tough did, to say that, though, because you look at the West, and, like, we're doing this with the Spurs even. Like, what should their win total be? You know what I mean? And I expect them to be a little bit better. Mm-hmm. But, man, the West is going to be tough. I know everybody's done with Memphis, but it's only 25 games, and you have Marcus Smart, and I actually kind of like that pickup and kind of hate that for Boston the more that I think about it, too. It's just it's it's hard to, like, figure out who that next team in the West is because there's already, like, up-and-coming teams that were good last year, like the Kings, and even, like, OKC. And OKC is going to be even better with Chet if he ends up being any good. You know what's laughable, talking about Dylan Brooks? The Rockets are the heavy favorite to be his next team. After that, it's the Lakers at 10-1. to 1. You think LeBron's going to want Dylan Brooks after what he said and after how they went after each other? Remember, they, there is that These video out there. markets are Le- crazy. Le- I'd yeah. sign up for that, though. It'd be like Rodman oh. and Pippen, you know? Like, Rodman threw Pippen into the crowd, and It'd then be like Chris Paul and the Warriors. Oh, wait, we've got that now. Yeah. So there you go. Everything's upside down. Nothing makes sense anymore. And it may it's not even an offseason that's loaded with a bunch of star free agents. So you may have random you know what you may have too is guys getting overpaid. And this there may be some oh, oh we're year. desperate, we got the cap space. Yeah, but it's like now teams aren't saving money for like there's not that like Fred Van Vliet's gonna get the bag. He's gonna get paid. And actually Houston's a great fit. If Houston gets Fred Van Vliet and Dylan Brooks with the rest of that roster, their win total is gonna definitely be in the thirties at that point. It might even be no, like 34 and a half. Yeah, I, I don't think Fred will really get overpaid. I think Austin Reeves, I, I mean, I, I know you guys like him, don't you? I think yeah. he's going to yeah. get overpaid, though. You don't think Fred Van Fleet getting $40 million a year is an overpay? That's an overpay. Depends where he goes. Houston. Then I think that would, yeah, I think that's probably an overpay. But if you're just like a team that really needs a point guard, like let's say the Clippers were going to keep it together here and you have a healthy Kawhi and Paul George, I would love that. And I'd be like, that's not an overpay. They, they don't could, have that money, though. I know. Well, you'd have to figure that out. Yeah. Can I tempt you a little let bull 7-1 to no. sign Fred Van Vliet? No, no. absolutely no. not. Well, I mean, no, no. You would like that? That would make them better. Yeah, I'll, I'll pay him $40 million in Chicago. <laughs> Just got to take Zach Levine, somebody. 